and welcome to Dunking Biscuits Providing Etiquette for Modern Times. My name is Grace and with me is Emma. Hi. <laughs> what is our good news story today? Um, it's a good news story in the fact that it's very sweet. Um, so basically we are going to talk about the Sheep Tribute. If you haven't seen it going around the internet, it's we will, so it lovely. Is, it is so lovely. Um, basically a farmer, sheep farmer called Ben Jackson, um, who is stuck in lockdown New South Wales, um, Australia, he was unable to attend his auntie Deb's funeral. So he decided to honor her memory by creating a heart shape from sheep, um, and that she could see from heaven. So he did this, um, by putting feed in a certain pattern of a heart and, um, he said he laughs. As he said, he had a couple of fail attempts and <laughs> one of the tries, he said it looked like um, S-H-I-T emoji. And um, while he said Deb has a sense of humour, he wasn't going to stop until he made the heart. And if you watch this video, which we'll put on our Instagram, it is unbelievable. Like, I don't... It's just so pleasing to watch. Like, it's a very lovely tribute, but just also just watching it come together. Yeah. It's just geometrically aesthetically pleasing yeah lots of words there. it starts from the bottom it works way around it's it's yeah. amazing and i mean i'm hoping to take too many attempts but i'm sure that when this came together and it finally like got to right to the very last um touching yeah. part very satisfying to um for him and also um you know sending the message to deb to his auntie so really beautiful really sweet um, aesthetically pleasing and cheap. I mean, what else do you, what do you else yeah. do you want in a good news story? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this one, like I've seen this on the news. I've read like, it's been all over my Instagram feed. It's been all over like TV as well. And I think it's just a really nice way to tribute, um, when you can't actually be there to do it in person. I think he's just hit the nail right on the head. It was very nice. Yeah. Very sweet. So, Grace, what is your good news for yourself this week? What is your weekly win? Uh, it's a good one this week. Please. It's been a great week. Uh, no, I read a good book. <laughs> the sidebar is that before we started, Grace had a giant whinge. So, <laughs> which is fine. Like, that's fine. We're we, allowed to. We can, everybody can whinge at her event. <laughs> um, and so when we're asking what a good part of your week is, it's hard to think that she, Grace may have had yeah. such a great win because of her event previously. Please continue. So, but yeah, no, tell us I read book. a good book. Mm-hmm. It's called The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on my coffee table behind me. That's why I had to look around. Yep. Um, and I borrowed this from my friend Georgia, um, who I went to her house for the first week of lockdown, as we know. Mm-hmm. And she sent me back to the city with a heap of books. Um, and that was the first one of hers that I read. And it's like, if it was a movie, it would be a really like average rom-com movie produced by Netflix that people love to hate or hate to love or whatever. Like it's the equivalent of like the, the top, kissing booth or something. It'd been the top 10 for like that week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. But it was, I think just everything you need in lockdown. It was cheesy. It was happy. I like pretty much had a smile on my face the whole time I was reading it and it was just really good. So if anyone can get their hands on a copy of the, what did I say? The flat chair. Um, do it. It's an easy read. I read it in less than a week, which is unheard of for me because I'm such a slow reader, but I couldn't put it down. Just, and like, not because it's like an unheard of gripping tale that's going to change generations. It was just good. It was just damn good. I love that. I love that. Yeah. 
I'm not saying it would be a boring book, but it's not like something outlandish. It's not something that's no. yeah. It's been done like, before. It'll probably be done again, but you yeah. It you was just it. a classic boy meets girl, and it's not going to be defined as great literature. But I just had a good time, and that's all I needed this week <laughs> was just to have a good time. <laughs> uh great, love that. Yeah. How about you? What's your win? Uh, mm, um, I would say my win happened within the hour, actually. Oh. Um, this month I decided to try and get back on the moving horse, a.k.a. running or walking. Basically, after we got married, I decided that, you know, I got the ring, got the fella, I just stopped doing everything. <laughs> I can't <laughs> and, wait. And I literally stopped. I Well, actually, no, I didn't quite. I stopped moving, but I continued eating. And basically this month I was like, probably should, like, uh. do something, just anything. And um, in winter, I guess I'm a little bit more likely not to move as much. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start slow. And I did 50Ks and um, running and walking. I did try and run a fair bit, but I tend to have um, Mackenzie with me when we're when I need to do running and et cetera. Um, yeah. And because in winter it's cold and it's been raining so much, the timing has not been as opportune. Even this afternoon I was like, I'm going to run. Um, and... I got outside and the wind was howling so badly. And I'm like, I have to do 6K today. Like, I have to do it. It was like <laughs> 3 o'clock. And I'm like, first. I'm cutting it pretty fine. Um, I need to record a podcast. I've got a meeting tonight. I'm like, this is not really ending very well for me. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I'll run. I'll run it. It'll be so much faster. I got outside and it was so strong wind. I was like, there's no yeah. way I'm going to be able to push a 12-kilo baby in a pram in this wind. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I put my headphones in. I caught up on a, a crime podcast and I just walked and it took an hour and a bit and it was nice. I put a bit of pace on so I wasn't just dawdling. Um, yeah. Also, anyone who's had a toddler in a pram, you don't just keep it normal pace. Things fly that, out of that pram. You have to keep distracting them. It's because it was windy. It was also not like a very chilled moment. Um, but yeah, so congratulations to me. After four months of doing it. nothing, I did 50K. Um, I'm like, should I just do 50K, not do 100K next month? Because uh, 30 days has September, which is one less day to get the Ks in. I to, someone told me something yesterday was happening on the 31st of September. And it took me longer than I'm willing to admit to realize that that day doesn't exist and that person made a mistake. <laughs> Because I did the thing, I was like, 30 days has September. Is it 30 days has September? 30 days has September. Like, I had to, like, go through my mind so much. And I was like, I'm not convinced. Um, yeah, so will I do it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, um, It will motivate me. I do feel a bit more motivated to do more movement because of yeah. the um, goals. And I feel like I have gained a little bit of fitness just this month. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm a bit, yeah. Because I remember at the start of the month, I, because like you, um, for those who follow him, you put up a thing on your, like being like, should I do it this month? Should I do 50 or 100? And I remember I voted for 50 because I was like, oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Let's give her, let's give her the smaller <laughs> one. I'll do your yeah. favor. And then it didn't really go anywhere for a while. <laughs> there <laughs> was, was no was case like, oh, done. <laughs> has she, has she forgotten? Because like. I track my case as well, so I was just like, oh, I wonder how... And then, like, over the last week, it's been like, oh, yeah, she's back in. She's yeah, doing it. She's got, she's got a, <laughs> she got a uh, tough week ahead of her. Um, but, yeah, I the just... The girl can meet a deadline. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, did I walk 9Ks a couple of days in a row? Yeah, I did because <laughs> I had to. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy that I succeeded. It gives me joy. I feel very proud of myself. And, really, it's not that hard because no, it's, foot, like, it's like a K and a half a day to uh, succeed that. So when people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you get that. I'm like, you're probably doing it without recording it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're just not tracking it. Yeah. And I get intentional walk, not like you happen to do 10,000 steps while walking around the house or whatever. Um, um, you people go... who do 2,000 steps around the house are crazy. If I don't go for my run in the morning, I don't step. Oh, no. Like, no. Like, well, and then there's six steps between me and the fridge. It's most annoying is when you're pushing a pram because your arm's not swinging, they don't count your steps. So even though I walked for an hour and a half, I only got 9,000 steps. Nah, that's erroneous. I know. So annoying. So I'm like, on my on my watch it says I did um, I've done seven k, but only nine thousand steps. How big are my steps? Like, what's going on? Yeah. There? Like, <laughs> I mean, so yeah. Mackenzie can walk. Just make yeah. her walk it. <laughs> well, she's just so slow. But um, yeah, that's my <laughs> win. Also, not even two. It's a good and, win. Well yeah. done. Thank you. Really proud. Uh, I'd like to thank my family for supporting me. <laughs> my friends for being there. But yeah, thanks. <laughs> So we enter part three, two A, whatever you want to call it, of our <laughs> um, shared housing or shared living uh, trilogy, I guess we could call it. Yeah. And um, we're talking about finances, which is always delicate, always challenging, not comfortable, but a part of shared life, um, shared housing life. And lives. necessary. Yeah, has to be done, has to be discussed. Because you can't give someone a free ride and you also can't overcharge someone. So it's just making sure things are fair, even, but also um, paid. So I want to talk about a way of doing it and I want to see if Grace agrees with my thoughts, basically, is how we're going to do it. So um, actually, I'm going to ask Grace her thoughts first and see if then she matches with mine. (laughs) Grace, yes. should one person be in charge of all of the finances or does that not really matter? So, for example, so, if one person's, like, in the house is paying, is it comes out of their account for the rent, electricity, water, whatever you need to be paying for, or can multiple people do it? See, I've been in both situations. So my first share house uh, was me and three other girls, so four mm-hmm. people all up. And I was in charge of the finances then. I was also the youngest in the house, by the way. Um, like Were they I like, was, that guy, that, she's good at math. Let's let's let, let's her deal with it. <laughs> like, I was little baby 18-year-old me, was mm-hmm. in charge of collecting everyone's rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, electricity bill, uh, gas, water, everything came to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that worked, I think, A, because it was everyone's first share house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just the system. There was so many, like, there was four of us. So I think it was just easier to have one person in charge. But then when I lived with just one other person, so just in a house of two, we split it. And I was in charge of electricity and gas. Mm -hmm. And my housemate was in charge of internet and water. And they were our two. And then we both, the rent just got deducted, I think, from our accounts. Like we just signed a thing on our rental saying, I pay 50% of the rent, just take it out of this account. So we didn't have to collect rent. So I think if you're living in a bigger share house, Yes, it's a lot of pressure for that one person 
um, and something they have to keep track of. So I think if you do have that sole person, it needs to be a responsible person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it can work both ways. I think the smaller amount of people, then maybe the easier it is to keep track and then the bigger amount, maybe delegate and put someone in charge. But also when I lived in that share house of four people, um, I went on my first overseas trip, came home and there was, um, cause we also like, I just, we got paper bills mm-hmm. and cause this was like 2013 and like internet was kind of happening with the bill thing, but it was still kind of new. So I'd yeah. get the bills, put it on the fridge and write how much everyone has to pay me. Yeah. And then say, if it was due on the 30th, I say, I want everyone to pay me on the 27th, just so mm-hmm. I've got a buffer. Mm-hmm. Um, so went to Europe, had a hell of a time, came home. There is a bill on the fridge that was due the day before I got home. Uh-huh. And I was like, and it came while I was away. And I was like, did anybody think to pay this? And they're like, no, but you pay the bills. I was like, I was in Europe. I can't pay the bills while I'm overseas. <laughs> and I was just like, once again, like, I'm the youngest in the house. How am I the most organized? There are. So yep. it does have its downsides, obviously, but I think the more people delegate to one person. Okay. I, I have a similar view um, in the fact that I think one person should have all of the um, financial burden, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah. And the reason why I think this is because they it can be more of like um you just know who to pay when to pay so for example if um you basically just say it's going to be this much every month ish and then if there's any leftover or if they have to be topped up um you can either roll it and then if we have a top up it comes from that account um i think that's confusing it's confusing if you don't if it's not um clear like not clear um not seen by everybody so okay. for example my one of my housemates he when i lived in that really nice fancy apartment in i thought um, you were just talking about jeff uh, no. <laughs> he, a different different type of spreadsheet situation um he he gave me a spreadsheet every month with our bills and what it cost and what it was etc because i just paid to him and he did everything um yeah. and because we had a lot of extra things like i lived a a lavish life there i had we had a cleaner we had foxtail we had a rooftop spa like i lived fancy um i went really downhill from there because i pretty much moved to a cupboard after that place but anyway <laughs> we talked about the cupboard <laughs> um but it was good because i could it was very transparent i could see everything that was happening so i agree with you the person has to be organized and responsible so yeah. if you're in a house and the person who is who is financially in charge. I'm not saying that they control the finances. Like they just, they're the person that's being nominated. If they're not like that, it can be very stressful for other people living in the house. So I think that person, I don't think they can be nominated. I think they have to put themselves forward. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could walk into a house and be like, Oh, Jeff's in charge of the bills where Jeff is incapable. Not saying he is. Yours is very, very, but like just an example. (laughs) Yeah. I think, yeah. So I, I, I like the idea of one person being in charge of everything because you know who to always pay. Um, yeah. And obviously we're in a day, in a day and age where really you don't have to um, get paper bills. You can get them pretty much all online or deducted from a bank account. So um, much like you said, I would make sure that the account um, always has money that 
before it needs to be deducted. So for example, um, if the bill is due on the 30th, make sure it's there definitely either within the week before um, yeah. to make sure that the money's always there to be deducted. And um, if you know that your electricity bill, sorry, not electricity, let's go, internet bill's always the same, then that can be yeah. part of your rent and electricity bill would always be the same each month. Whereas I think with like gas, heating, water, like whatever that kind of component you have can fluctuate, obviously, depending on the time of year, that might be um, better off to do um, every three months and knowing that, you know, in winter you're more likely to use certain power, so you're more likely to have a higher bill in winter. And people know this, like it's not new information, so they should be able to um, prepare themselves to pay that type of bill at the end of winter. Yeah. And know that in summer you probably won't have the same situation unless you live somewhere very warm and you have your aircon on all the, t- all the time. <laughs> so I guess my, I, I think my concluding ideal situation would be that you have someone who is responsible, who is organised and who makes things transparent. So you're not just forking money over, not really knowing what you've paid for. Um, yeah. I know I said before, sometimes you might chip in a little bit more and chip in a little bit less. I've been in a situation where we've done that and it works. it's worked really well because it was an established house that I lived in, which meant that they had uh, like a, um, a, it's like a kitty where you always put money in the same each month because it, it like evened out over the year and whatever was yeah, left true. over yeah. by the end of the, I think they did the financial year. Um, we ha- we used and we went out for dinner, so like it wasn't ever yeah, nice. it wasn't ever like hoarded or like given to the person because it was very transparent. Yeah. Like it was always like, look, we've paid these bills. It's what we have left over, or we've paid these bills and we're a bit under. So we need to chip in twelve extra dollars. And so yeah, um, it's it has its benefits, but it's obviously very stressful if you're in a situation where that person is not doing their job. Yeah. So that's Good my thoughts. thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, do you think that um, in a shared house where you said there's only two of you, do you think that you could really have just one person doing all the finances because there's only really two of you? Like, I'm sure I don't have the experience of doing that. Like, I've lived in two separate houses with, like, one other person. So I've, like, had my uni housemate and then I had my um, kind of, like, work housemate, I suppose. But... Mm-hmm. Um, And it was the same, like, both of those, we all had, like, our role. And I would always try, this is, I don't know if it's dodgy of me, but I would always try and make sure the other person is responsible for the internet. Just because of my past experience, the internet is always the last one to get hooked up. Like, there's always issues. It never gets hooked up on the day you want it to. And so that way I wouldn't feel responsible when the internet was last on the day. (laughs) I could, like, blame the other person and be like, oh, our internet's not hooked up yet. How annoying. Um, but like, it's, like, and it worked fine. We never had any issues. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose like with internet, it's an easy one. Cause that's the same every month. Yeah. Like you're going to pay $60 every month, $70 every month. Yeah. So that's a pretty easy one, um, to follow. And I think just, yeah, making sure like kind of keeping track and like working out like, oh, have you paid me for that bill? Have mm. you like, without like making sure that there's kind of like clear, clear communication just be like, oh yeah, yeah this bill. Being transparent is due. like. Pinnacle because they can't, like you, can't, you, you can't argue with it because it is fact. You can't yeah. be like, oh, you haven't paid me. And they're like, oh, yes, I did. And you'd be like, what? Like, when? Yeah. Show me yeah. show me that you prove it because yeah, it's so exactly. easy. It's so easy these days. 
Yeah. Um, and, and I think I, just, yeah, being clear about timelines, like, it's due on the 30th, pay me by the 28th. Like, do not pay me on the 30th. Yeah. Because, like, depending I'll on the bank, my money. come through. Yeah. yeah. I have to use my money to pay your bill. So that's not, yeah. that's not fair. Um, when I lived in my um, apartment in Elwood, when the name was in my um, – the lease was in my name, so I'd been transferred across and I – decided yeah. to keep in the small the small bedroom um okay cupboard um so i can save money so i i rented out the other room which had obviously a space for everything a cupboard yeah. um an actual cupboard you didn't sleep in just a real cupboard and just a they, one and they had um the garage downstairs as well so they paid a lot more rent than me but it was the rent in, the thing was in my name so i could sort of dictate how much uh, they yeah. want them to pay and that was part of their like you know lease i got them to sign something saying that they're happy to do that that's not me cheapskating them out it's just yeah that's they're happy to do that and um and when we left there um he actually asked me he's like well how much are you paying for rent a month and i uh i was honest with him i said i'm only paying 500 and he was like what i'm like well yeah, like that's what I, like I've said. You can you've seen my room. Like <laughs> you're yeah. really well aware of what my living conditions are compared to yours. My car's on the street. Um, it got broken into. Like it's not like it's not like I'm living yeah. this lavish life because I'm living in a very like in a cheap like, same size room. And yeah. um, he wasn't upset. He was more like just shocked because of how much more he was paying. And so that's my another like if you're looking for a housemate to pay rent. Do you think you can use that to your advantage? I think so. I bet it comes with sacrifices. Yes. Like, as you said, like, you were living in a smaller space. Mm-hmm. You didn't have the big bedroom. You didn't have the car park. Mm-hmm. So you had made sacrifices in order to save money. Yeah. So you were able to say, like, all right, you've got the bigger bedroom. You might yeah. pay 60% of rent. I might pay 40 55 yeah. 45 whatever. Yeah. Uh, my rule with previous housemates has always been um, whoever gets the bigger bedroom the other person gets the car park oh okay and that worked well Mm -hmm. i thought Mm -hmm. um and i was always willing to give up the bigger bedroom because like i don't spend a lot of time in my bedroom i sleep there as long as my bed fits yeah i'm happy yeah um so i was always happy to forego the bigger bedroom in order to have that space for my car to park Mm -hmm. it securely yeah um so i think like either having like negotiations like that or just saying like i'm happy to have the smaller bedroom and the small and park on the street but you're paying more rent because yeah. i'm giving you these luxuries yeah um but yeah i think it's just yeah once again transparent negotiate discuss it with your housemate yeah and like, i think it's not you're not sneaky it's not you're not sneaky yeah. about it and i didn't feel like i was being sneaky but when he was like oh my god i was like have i been hiding this and i'm like well no he, he got signed he, something yeah also he agreed like he yeah like does it matter what i'm paying he agreed to that the level of what he was getting was the worth of what he was paying. So I was like, well, you know, that's yeah. like, if you're shocked, okay, like I can't do anything about it now. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, we're moving out. So well, yeah. see ya. Like, you know, you've been one of the worst housemates I've ever had, so I don't really care, but, <laughs> <laughs> which is a horrible exactly. way to be. You should not be like that. But sometimes, but sometimes these things occur. Um, what's yeah. your thoughts on finances with um, housemates? So the first thing I wanted to touch on, and we kind of have already spoken about a few big ticket items in our previous episodes about this, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to talk about purchasing big items, like buying a new fridge, buying Mm -hmm. a new couch, buying a new TV, whatever, the big items that 
everyone uses. Not like buying a new chest of drawers for your bedroom that nobody else is going to benefit from. This is mm-hmm. purely communal items. Okay. So if you're living in a share house mm-hmm. and the couch was gross, you needed a new one, um, and like you'd made that decision that you're like, I'm going to do this to benefit the rest of the house, mm-hmm. would you expect your housemates to chip in? I would say it really depends on what type of couch I'm getting or how big a couch I need to get. So, for example, um, if I'm getting a couch for, like, four people, I might ask them to chip in a little bit. Yeah. Um, or if it, if I'm just getting a couch from maybe, like, second-hand couch that might – it's pretty good, but I, got, I d- didn't spend that much money on it, I probably wouldn't. So I guess I would say if I'm spending more – then, hmm, I think if I was spending more than a thousand bucks, yeah, I'd ask them to chip in, and it wouldn't be as much. I'd probably say, um, like a hundred extra hundred bucks. So I'm not going like heaps over, and then by yeah. the time I'd leave, I'll be able to pay them back easily. So you would pay them back? Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, okay. See, that's I think where you and I differ. I would obviously do it to benefit the house. Mm-hmm. I think, and also myself, I'm not doing you guys a favor. I'm also doing this for me. Yeah. But I would be like, say, we need a new fridge, this one. It's making really loud noises. It's, you know, leaking water from the bottom. It's saying goodbye really slowly. It's done. It's freezing our food or not keeping it cool enough. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy a new fridge. You guys can use it. But when we go our separate ways, the fridge is mine. Okay. And there's no discussion. There's no, but it held more of my food than yours. I use the fridge more than you. Yeah. Like it's, I so you're saying you, you bought it, it's yours. Yeah. So if I, I don't have, because I'm not chipping in, but because I've asked people to chip in, I have to pay them back. Do you think that's a fair enough rule? I think so. Yeah. I think if you want to take it, then it, yeah, you've got to Yeah. be like, I like, I don't think they, like they could say, Em, can I have the couch? And you'd be like, yeah you pay the extra $800. Yeah. Whereas, like, in my old house, I did buy a new couch. Mm-hmm. And my housemate, like, very kind. She did offer. She's like, uh, we went to Ikea together. We picked it out together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, as we were going to pay, she's like, oh, how much do you want me to chip in? I was also like, this is very sneaky, asking at the last minute. Yeah. But also, <laughs> like, I said, like, oh, no, I've made the decision. We're going to get a new couch. But it's mine. Like, it's, yeah. And it's right behind me now. That's very it's, nice. I have, I have sat on it. It's quite comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think it's just like if you're willing to put in the bucks, that's on you, but your housemates don't have any claim over it when you yeah. go your separate ways. Yeah. I think yeah. like how you came to your – like how you got to your furniture is very important. Like if it's mm-hmm. a hand-me-down from your parents and like, you know, you're moving out and you kind of like – I don't like, you know, it was very yeah. good but I don't need it in my new, new place. You can like – I think you need to say to the house like do you want it? Because you don't yeah. want to have a house that's full of housemates that's just accumulating furniture from people leaving as well. So um, you can just say, like, look, I know this is a second-hand couch, but are you, are you guys going to find another one or do you want to have this one? If you are not, if yeah. you don't want it. If you do want it, you're kind of like, hey, um, that's hey. that's mine. I'm taking it with me when I <laughs> go. Yeah, I think, like, if yeah. you're leaving a share house, you need to, like, A, give them warning to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm moving out. Obviously, for a rent side of things and like yeah. getting someone to cover in mm-hmm. everything, but I think like if you if the fridge is yours, that might be the only piece of furniture that is yours. But you mm-hmm. have to be like, oh, I'm going. So is the fridge. <laughs> I'm with me. taking it with me. I yeah, I agree with that. I think that's. I think 
Um, yeah, moving out, you need to make sure you give enough warning that people can find somewhere to move in after you so they're not mm. put out with rent um, and also whatever furniture you're taking with you. Yeah, just yeah. so they've got a heads up because people don't want to be without. Like I feel like maybe a washing machine, you could probably go a week or two without. Laundromats mm-hmm. exist. Coffee table, yeah, that's probably fine. Couch, not fine. Fridge, not fine. TV, so. also not fine. Oh, not fine. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. God, imagine doing that to someone in lockdown. Be like, I'm leaving, taking the TV with me. See you, bye. Oh, man. Devastating. Um, the other thing I wanted to have a chat about, mm-hmm. um, these are all purely anecdotal as well. Like, these are all, happened to a friend of a friend of mine, slash sure. me. Um, <laughs> you live in a share house. Mm-hmm. It's great. You have a housemate whose romantic partner stays over at least four or five nights a week. Yep. So not eating your food or anything like that, but they're just there using they're, your they're, resources. Are they living They're switching on lights. <laughs> they're, they're using the clothesline. They're there. They're, they're bathing there. Yeah. They're yeah. flushing the toilet. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it okay to ask your housemate, oh, Harry's here a lot. How about he chip in for some bills? I would, it would be very delicate. This would be a very delicate conversation. I think I would, I would do first because I wouldn't say I'm passive aggressive all the time, but there's definitely elements that I'm, I would be passive aggressive about. And this would be one of them. The joke of like, oh, Harry's here again. I would layer that for about three months. If it's something that's happening quite regularly. Oh, Harry's here again. Oh, Harry. Is Harry yeah. here again tonight? Oh, Harry. Harry. Yeah, like just like full on, just jokes, jokes, yeah. jokes. And then if it's been, I mean, three months is a long time, but if it's been a time where I'm like, Harry is practically living here. Like, yeah. He's got a drawer. He's paying something. Like if he has clothing staying at your house, something has to be given. Um, and five days a week is That's a lot. That's the week. That is a lot. Like, yeah. um... I would say you'd have to have a conversation with your housemate or the person who formerly lives there, not um, Harry, and um, and just say, look, um, obviously Harry's here, love Harry, what about Harry? Yeah. Great, great. Um, yeah, but, not say but, and, don't even say but because people are like whatever, yeah. and I've noticed that he's here quite a lot and our bills have increased. What's your thoughts? And just lay it out there like yeah. they have control this conversation when really you've brought it up because you need to have some sort of input because your bills are actually going up because you're only paying by two people when really three people are technically living there and yeah. utilising these bills. So um, put it in their court, make it seem like they're in control of the conversation, but really you put, you've put you've made them control of the situation because yeah. you brought it up. Um, that way they cannot, they're not feeling like they're being attacked they make them feel like they can be open about everything. And um, you bet they're going to talk to Harry about it the second they can. Like Yeah, and two things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. One, Harry stops coming over. Yeah. Fine by me. <laughs> yeah. Two, Harry starts paying bills. Also fine by me. Like, can, it's only going to be a win-win. Yeah, and, and if that's the case, it doesn't have to be something like, a third. I think a third no. would be a lot. I would say, like, just say, you know. Like, maybe they pay, like, 65-30. Oh, that is a third. Um, no. Like, 60-40. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just something that is chipped in, like, yeah. 
I don't know, 50 bucks a week? Is that excessive? I don't know. It just depends on, like, how often they're there and what they're using. Yeah. Um, and, like, if you are a household that shares groceries and that, like, you know, your grocery bill's going up every week because Harry is Harry's snacky. Harry's eating a lot. Um, so I guess it just depends on a few elements. And yeah. um, the unfortunate thing that may occur is that Harry may think that that's also an invite for him to move in. So you need to be very delicate with this conversation. And if that comes back to you, you need to make sure that you have your um, thoughts in place to make sure you can word it how you want it to come across because yeah. that can be very uncomfortable because you've sort of insinuated that he lives here anyway so he should be paying rent or should be paying something which your friend or your couple may interpret to being I can move in, which is not what you're saying. It's more yeah. about you just want things to be a bit more equal because you seem to be paying for um, a little bit more than you, you originally were. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like the wording of the conversation needs to be very clear to say like, I really like that Harry stays here five nights a week, no more. Um, <laughs> could he pay for some things while yeah. he's here for those five nights a week, no more? So yeah. just making sure that you are kind of like, yeah, like somehow putting it so it's not an invitation for them to move in, yeah. but making it clear to be like, oh, he's, uh, he's here a lot. Yeah. I'm paying for him to turn on all those light switches. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, because, yeah. And it's hard because at, at certain points in, in people's relationships who are hoping to move in together with someone, they spend yeah. a lot of time with each other. And if one household um, is more comfortable than the other, so, for example, if Harry is more comfortable at your house because yeah. of how accommodating you are of him as opposed to your housemate going to his place and his housemates being really nasty or that it's not as clean or whatever the right reason is that he's over at your house more... Um, like, you know, there may be reasons why there's been more time at your place because it's more comfortable, which is fine. But, yeah. um, and they may be thinking about moving in with each other, but they just haven't done that step. So it's just, um, cause I'm aware that when I lived with, um, um, our friend Emma, um, like I know that Jeff was over a lot, but he, like, he never stayed consecutive nights. Um, yeah. Um, and I would always like let her know that I was going to be staying at his place or he was going to be coming over. Um, I don't think there's ever a time that she came around and was like, oh, Jeff's here. Like I was very open about yeah that. What's happening. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's another good thing as well. And like somehow, like back when I lived with my old housemate and I was with my ex, um, how times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like we would always, like I'd always let my housemate know, be like, oh yeah, James is coming over tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, we'd always offer to be like, oh, we're going to have this for dinner. Do you want us to cook enough for you? Mm -hmm. So just making sure that like, you know, him being here is not like an inconvenience or anything like that. And like, I think as well, like not trying to like alienate, like try and make it still like if you're usually a communal household or mm -hmm. like you do things together, be like, oh, we're, yeah, we're going to have this for dinner and then we're going to watch this. Do you want to, do you want to hang out with us? Which yeah. like, they might say no and that's fine. But I think like being like he's coming over tonight we're watching this go to your room yeah like yeah i think as well like just respecting that it's not just your house and just because you've got a guest you don't rule the household yeah and i think also if if you do the right thing your other your housemates are going to do something similar because they liked yeah. how that felt or 
if you do the wrong thing, they're more likely to do also the not so yeah. polite thing because they're like, well, exactly. and then you know, such and such did that, so I'm going to do it. And you're like, that's not how yeah. this works. <laughs> But, yes, um, but I think after yeah. a certain amount of time, if obviously as well they're going strong and Harry's going to keep coming over, mm-hmm. Harry can start paying. Yeah. I think that's an okay. It's a like it's a tough conversation to have, but all conversations about money are tough unless it's, do you want to give me money? Our person's like offering you money. That's an easy conversation. The answer is yes, yeah, please. But I think if you're like asking someone for money, that's always going to be tricky, challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think just tread lightly make them feel like they're making the decision rather than you telling them what decision to make, I think is really important. Yeah, um, an open conversation. And uh, I think make light of it first, like the whole, oh, Harry's here again, like just. Oh, um, oh and... we should have got a three-bedroom house for house <laughs> I think it just, it just makes things a bit more lighthearted. And you're also, in, in a weird, I don't know if this is more of an Australian way, but you're actually supporting their relationship. Because you're like you're yeah. making a joke that Harry's always there because obviously, yeah, they're in love and they're enjoying their time together. But um, yeah. it may it may make uh, money situations a bit more complicated because he's costing you money and you're like, yeah, what am I? I'm not getting anything. I'm out not of this. getting any benefit from this. Where are um, my back rubs and flowers, Harry? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just be delicate, mindful, mindful, respectful. Oh, so weird yeah. that respect came back into it. God, and put your phone away. Don't have your phone out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Right. Ripper. Yeah. So the last thing I want to ask, and I wouldn't say it's awkward, but sometimes these things happen to everybody, and it's either because of a mishap or something they didn't plan for, and <clears throat> your housemate or your um, flatmate, whatever the right term you like to use for that person, has some financial troubles. Mm, tricky. Tricky. So, as a housemate, is it kind of like all for one and one for all? Or are you kind of like, oh, it's uncomfortable, you need to move out? Like, are, yeah. are you going to be forgiving for a month? Or would you, like, at, at what point, if you know it's only going to be so many weeks, would you help them out for that many weeks? Like, what is the guidelines there? That's a tricky one. And I think it comes down to relationships. Mm -hmm. So I've only ever lived with people that I've known previously. I've never lived with someone that I met when they came to inspect the place or when I came to have a look at the place or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, like, first thing is how well do you know this person? Do you, like, care about this person? Whatever. Yada, yada. Um, And I think it's important to kind of set boundaries. Like, just... Because I feel like the kind of person I am, I would want to help my friend out. Mm-hmm. But I would set limits. I'd be like, okay, I'm happy to cover your bills for a little bit. And, mm-hmm. like, I would say, like, I would probably, like, kind of set, like, either a monetary limit or a time limit. Mm-hmm. But I would say you need to come up with your rent. Because yeah. I think if they can't afford their rent, and this is probably a very, like, blunt thing for me to say, that if, you know, they have fallen on hard times, you know, mm-hmm. so many people lost their jobs last year. That's, yeah. it sucks. But I think, like, obviously, if their families can't support them in, mm-hmm. you know, helping cover a rent cost each month or, um, you know, they're not eligible for certain payments or anything, then mm-hmm. it does have to be that tough conversation of, like, I am, like, I'm willing to help you. I'm happy to spot you for bills and things like that. But I think they should be able to cover some of it. Like, I, like, I don't think I would be willing to cover everything for someone. 
Yeah, I'm the same. I think if you can't cover your rent, something has to give. Because that's a big one. Like bills, they suck. Hmm. They're annoying. Every month they roll in. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to pay this. But I think, like, the communal things like, you know, electricity, gas, water, internet, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be willing to pay someone's phone bill for them because – grow up um but i think like covering the communal things in a house for a little bit to say like i'm happy to help out to get back onto your feet yeah and like keep track of how much they owe you like i'm not this this is a favor it's not a gift yes like i am expecting you to pay me back at some point Mm -hmm. um obviously depending on their situation it's probably not going to all come back at once Mm -hmm. so that's why i think as well it depends on the relationship with the person yeah like if it's some random i've met on gumtree probably not going to be as friendly whereas like you know, someone I went to high school with and I've known for 10 years, I'm probably going to be a bit more lenient with them. And, like, that probably makes me sound very blunt, but also I have to be realistic. It's my money. I mm. work hard for it. Yeah. Um, if you have a look at my Uber Eats purchases and online shopping addiction, you would assume that I do throw it away. But I do work hard <laughs> for it, so. Well, you can't throw it away on anything else, though. Why not throw it away on food exactly. and Supporting um, local shopping. businesses. <laughs> I think, yeah, rent is, is non-negotiable. And I don't think it's blunt. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of fact of life. If you can't pay your rent, um, and, and I'm, I mean for the like, whole month, if you if your yeah. if your um, payment from your employee is a week later than when your rent is due, and you're like, I can pay it, but in a week, that's fine. I'm you can still pay it. I'm not stoked about it. I'm not like, oh thank yeah. God you can pay me in a week. I'm like, okay, like that's annoying, but the money's still gonna be coming. If you're like, I can't pay this month, that's a different conversation because yeah. depending on the, what type of apartment you have or house you have or where you live, that could be like a th- couple of thousand dollars. Like it just depends on what and, lifestyle yeah. you live in. And it could be like you might be able to cover that month's rent. Like the last year house I lived in, I don't want to flex here, but I could have <laughs> covered the whole month's rent. Yeah. But it's obviously not something I was willing to do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like it's it's – I think rent is a non-negotiable. I think such things as utilities, I think, um, yes, you could be like, you know what, I'll pay this month because I can see what's happened and I understand that it's not your fault. It's not any actions of your own has done this. Um, But um, it's more of an IOU rather than I'm paying for you. And I think as well if you're the person who – has been lucky enough that someone is willing to cover that for you, mm-hmm. then you need to make it like actively known that either A, you're searching for work, mm-hmm. B, you're paying back the money that's owed you. Like if I'm paying your bills, mm-hmm. I don't then want to see you come home with like shopping bags or... <laughs> don't like, come home with a new jacket, mate. Don't, yeah, don't be coming like, home. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't go out on a night out without having a disgusting amount of like goon for pre-drinks do not go out and have a cocktail night like you are drinking cask wine yeah yeah like obviously enjoy yourself yeah like okay you can you can buy one diet coke yeah um but i think as well don't like throw it in the other person's face if they have been kind enough to help you out then don't be daft yeah i had a situation with um a guy that I was living had lived with, so I wasn't living with him anymore in London, and um, we went to um, Edinburgh for um, New Year's. Amazing! I thought you, I thought you said we went in a brothel for New Year's. <laughs> no, I was just like Edinburgh. How have I not heard this? Scotland. Um, okay. Anyway, and 
on like during that time and he was a big partier like huge loves the party good love that yeah have a good time and the day before we got up there so we'd all paid to go up there we'd all um booked an accommodation we're all there having a good time doing some pre-drinks and he was like oh and can i can you spot me some money and i was like well for what are we buying like what do you mean he goes oh because i just want to have a big night tonight i'm like um, New, Year's is, New Year's is not like a random night. It's like you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you plus put we, money aside. And we booked this like months earlier. It wasn't like, what, are we going out tonight? I never knew yeah. we were going to be going out tonight. I didn't, I didn't plan for this night. And yeah. I, I just said to him, I'm like, no, because yeah. I, was, I knew he wouldn't pay me back and he'd think it's more of a favour. And also I knew that he wasn't going to be spending on alcohol. And I was like, I'm not paying for you to have an extra good time. No, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not doing it. And he was just, he was a bit like miffed about it. But I said, I'm like, no, nah, we're not like, no. We're like, not that close of friends. I'm, we're friends. And I was like, yeah. I'll buy you a drink out. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. But I'm not, no, mate, no. One drink. And, yeah. And he was you like, oh, he's like, he's like, yeah, but I'm just like, um, he was in between jobs. And like, I get it. Like, but I was just like, I can't, like, I knew that he had money to buy drinks but he just wanted to do a bit more and I was like I'm not I'm not facilitating yeah. this so I think you need to know your boundaries you need to know your limits with your friends and your relationship with those friends and um and also know what type of person they are and how you think they would pay you back yeah. so like if they're paying you back $20 a month until they pay you up that's not a lot that's of money fine. um but if that's what they can do based on their financial situation they're still paying you back so yeah um, exactly they're still working towards yeah. it i have a similar story it's not a housemate and i think like we might end on this just because classic um but i went to schoolies um what like everyone else did you just, finished like, school <laughs> i know i'm very smart but yeah i went to schoolies um with a group of people i only am friends with one of them and i knew when we were going that i wasn't gonna have a lasting relationship with a lot of these people it's just like we were great friends in high school, but just I knew that we were friends because we went to high school together, which yeah. is probably a mean thing to say. Sorry if you're listening. Um, my bad. I'm sure you're doing great. Um, <laughs> but we went and, like, we booked it. We planned. We knew it was coming. We booked it in, like, April, went mm-hmm. in November. So we knew it was happening. We'd yeah. all saved up money. I started working a tutoring job, which every session I would get paid $20, and that would go in an envelope in my top drawer, and that was my schoolies fund. I did not spend any of my tutoring money. And so we're going, having a good time, and we get there, and one of the girls is like, I bought $500 to last the week. And we were like, and I was 17, mm-hmm. I, I had a fake ID, but I knew that worked back home, so I didn't want to risk it up there, mm-hmm. so I was just like, and there was another girl in our group who was also 17, so we were just kind of happy to just have fun together. Yeah. Um, and so this girl's like, oh yeah, I've got $500 last week. That was before we bought any drinks. That's all food. Before we bought food for the drink, uh, food for the week, we'd also planned to go to Dreamworld. Yeah. And so by day three, she was asking, "Oh, can you? Can I just borrow like fifty dollars? Like, you know, like can we? Oh, can we just buy a bottle of vodka and like, can I just have half of it and I'll pay you back?" And like this girl had a job. Mm-hmm. She was eighteen years old. Worked at Kmart like twice a week. So, and I was the only person in our group who did not loan her money. And. Nobody else saw their money. 
like after that yeah. and I was just like I just knew because I was like a we don't have that kind of relationship yeah. B we're not going to have that relationship when we get back and C you're not good for the money yeah so I think like it's very circumstantial who you loan your funds to yeah, yeah. I, I think just um yeah to end the money chat on a nice note because we could every I'm sure everybody has stories about people oh 100% uh, yeah every has a story a story sorry I think just choose wisely and if you've made a mistake in trusting someone and that's a good friend or a good you know family member or something and they've burned you once they can do it again that's just mm. basically like learn the, from it you learn learn from your mistakes um or their mistakes however you want to word that and <laughs> uh, and uh, look out for yourself and unfortunately that's what money does to people so yeah yeah but I think oh. I think we did really well I think on a topic a top a points subject I think we did it quite um, fairly I think so too we're yeah. very rationally minded people so smart <laughs> so we have our top five guide to the etiquette of share house uh, living the finance situation <laughs> um so number one we decided on was to be transparent punctual and organized so tpo if you want to make that some sort of acronym or top if they want to make it a bit more fun uh number two you you bought it you keep it if you buy um furniture for the communal area it's yours it's yours yeah. um number three who is in charge know who is in charge of what finances Make it really clear, obvious, you're paying for this, you're paying for that. Number four, the plus one agreement. If, <laughs> if they have a partner that's staying there more than four nights a week, something needs to be adjusted in the finance situation. And number five, you are not an ATM. So if your housemate starts to or needs to have some extra funds, um, a difficult conversation needs to occur. Yeah, and boundaries. Yes. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. I think they're good rules. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure to discuss them with my housemate later. I, I'll look in the mirror. Like, Did you pay rent this month? Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that brings us to the end of our housemate series. Um, we had a little break last week, obviously, doing our get to know you, but yeah, yeah. wrapping it up. And yeah. hope hopefully, we've helped make your house living situation better, easier. I don't know. Made you realise maybe share housing isn't for you. <laughs> Live by yourself and avoid all this. Um, oh, I will, it's the best. I will apologise. I was going to do a um, get to know us uh, poll. I was doing it. I was oh, doing yeah. it last night, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll get it done. And then I got really carried away with Survivor, and I didn't finish. <laughs> I didn't start <laughs> it. I wrote questions down. I just didn't put them up. Anyway, apologies. Survivor got very serious, so I had to watch that. Um, my priorities weren't on the podcast. Apologies. <laughs> my god well now that i know that anyway i feel like you need to wrap this up before i get yeah. mad <laughs> but thank you for listening have a good week happy wednesday or whenever you listen and thank you Bye. Yeah. bye see ya